Hello everyone, welcome back to Let's Talk About Feelings, the podcast. I am your host, Lindiwe Dim, and this is episode three. I'm coming to you guys directly from Johannesburg, South Africa today. Um, I went home for a few weeks, and honestly, it's been rough. It's been really rough with Mercury being in retrograde for, I don't know, how long now? And, you know, it's just, just like I'm an emotional mess (laughs) and this morning I nearly well I did run over my puppy's leg and had to take him to the vet and get a cast on his leg and yeah it's been a bit stressful and so in light of today's events I have elicited the assistance of a friend of mine who's going to be co-hosting with me today his name is Chisanga Mubanga He is a brand strategist, he's a photographer, he is an all-round creative and ideas man. Like, you do so many things, but no one really knows because you don't really share, you know? Like, I know I didn't, like, you know? And, because you're very quiet online. Super quiet. Very, very quiet online. People, like, I I was actually saying that I don't know what you do. Okay. We don't know what you do. Yeah. We'll just be like, yo, dude, what do you do? Like, you obviously make money. Yeah, somehow. somehow. Oh, my God. Barely. But, like, <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> we don't know. Barely. We don't know. Um, online for me, this is what's funny. I used to be so, like, loud online. I would, like, shoot people or whatever and then take all 20 photos I loved and then post them all on my Instagram. My Instagram yeah. used to be so, like, 40,000 photos. That's why, that's why you had, like, the following and you were popular mm-hmm. and, and why then, everyone knew. And then just... <laughs> yeah. Um, cold turkey. Cold turkey. I guess cold turkey and also, like, growth. You know, we talk about, like, once I knew better what I was doing in my craft, and that's just photography specifically, um... I got more comfortable with saying less, mm-hmm. but trying to be more impactful, like caring more about like what I'm actually putting out as opposed to how much I can put out. Because yeah. at some point, the popular thing on Tumblr was street style, and that's what we were like booming off of. Bruh. Like, if I that's tell you... That's how you... you, you are, now you're a photographer. You and you like, go to Brom and shoot everyone. Dog! <laughs> and also, for real, for real, we were like first generation of that. Like... When, when, like, Brom was, like, kicking in and neighborhoods and just sort of popping yeah. off. And, yeah, yeah, it also feels like like I'm such an old guy talking about, but I'm, I'm not that old. I'm only 28. You only feel, you only feel that old because you've been... Been doing, yeah. And I guess I'll go back to what you said about no one, I guess, knows what I do. So I'm a strategist. Um, I've been that for a while. I really love brands from since I was, like, a kid. And I've always thought that, like, how cool... To work on brands full time and then figuring out what that meant was like the coolest and like I guess most liberating thing for me because then I knew like you spoke about in your first episode you spoke about like there are creatives that exist around the world people who like day to day like wake up to do something mm-hmm. and like that's not necessarily what their parents thought I studied law so when you exactly. said you studied BSc, I was like, come on there's no way but I told come you on. that I was you like, no. again when I heard I was like still i don't that's because that's like wild you know and like people expect a trajectory from you when you study certain things i was lucky enough to have that journey and then i studied strategy um and and that's been what i've been doing for a while so i worked for an agency called 
FCB mm-hmm. and they're like a global ad agency and I, I was so lucky to work on a lot of their important brands and build my name but that's also why in move, pulling back from posting a lot and sharing a lot I thought I felt like at least I'm building my name as in my real name yeah. in this side because I feel like when I when I looked at social media I always felt like it's always going to be a pseudonym it's always going to be like a persona mm. because like I do know I want to always separate myself and always be able to like just tap into the persona to make work yeah and I guess all my heroes also in my creativity also have just another persona so also just and like also you can name. never really put everything there right. so it's never gonna be you right yeah I, that's a, such a good point we put so much pressure on one platform what if I could sing or I, I write poems or I can, you know, whatever, but... And that's why people's, like, come across so differently on uh-huh. their Twitter versus their Instagram versus their TikTok right? versus their... Are you going to get TikTok? I already got TikTok. I need TikTok. I think that everyone who thinks that TikTok is not, I don't know, whatever they think mm-hmm. TikTok is not, uh-huh. you are literally going to be left behind. <sighs> literally, <laughs> like, you're staying in the back because... When TikTok was just like bubbling under, mm-hmm. I was like contacted by some lady in China who okay. like does TikTok stuff and she's like, listen, it's going to be a really big thing. It's going to be mm-hmm. like as big as fine, mm-hmm. bigger than Instagram. Um, we really like you to take part. Yada, yada. And I'm just like, bro. Oh, man. This is like the third app now that's come to. I'm like. You're not going to do it? And look, no, look. Look, I think I do enough videos of myself like dancing, mm. which needs, just enjoy, needs a platform. Exactly. You know I mean? Just needs enjoy yourself. <laughs> I think that thing needs a platform, so I'm going to definitely try TikTok. Um, I think like th- if there's definitely one thing I want to say here, which I think is so important about like what you're trying to do, is the hard part is not the job. Uh, like for example like modeling for you is not the hard part or acting is not the hard part the hard part is like waking up self-motivating every day and especially like when you decide to go in the creative route what you're saying to yourself is i'm an entrepreneur now actually because now you have management you have Mm -hmm. people who serve your interests you have people who want to book you um, so there's a whole chain now so for me, you become the product, right? You become the product. So for me, it's like that's such an important thing that you know I I got out of the first episode, and I think people should try and get out of any conversation that you have or like we're having now. Is that like here are some rules or steps or like things that we use to cope okay. for real? Mm-hmm. Like I'd love to share things I use to cope, for example, or like things inside of my process, just so that like. Because like I said, once you once you know you're creative, that's not the hard part. It's everything else, the admin, it's the, where do I get opportunities, when you When you forget why you even started. Do you get what I mean? That, having to remind yourself. Mm-hmm. The whole time. Okay, remember, yes, you want to continue this thing. I know that they said it wasn't going to work. It feels like it's right. not working. Just keep going. Do you, do you meditate? I do meditate. And, and how has, like, meditation been for you? Like, I just speak to it. Like, especially for me, it's, like, keeping the noises quiet yes. is the most. To get me. Bro. It's such a hard... Like, school is not as hard as keeping Mm-mm. the noise quiet. And I don't know. It seems like the noise is just getting louder. The, the older you get, the more life goes on. I mean, mm-hmm. in general, we're just information oversaturation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, over, it's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. But your own mind... Mm-hmm. It's really hard. And meditation has helped me. Mm-hmm. I haven't, like, sometimes I even struggle to just start. Damn. 
Because you'll just be laying there and you're just like... <laughs> <laughs> well, you know that you're crying. Bro. Do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> like right there, because also it feels like you've been pushing back a whole lot of feelings. Mm. And that's what the meditation also teaches you. But I think like you're saying, it is a practice that you should not like quit on. Yeah. You should definitely like... The point of meditation is come back. Mm. Actually, I think. Like more than anything, when you finish, because I used to use some app and it like did a 10 minute thing every day and it mm. gives you a guided thing. I'm, and you know there's so many apps on the app yeah, store. Yeah. But like, and we could suggest apps if people want. <laughs> um, but for me... Inside timer is what I'm using. Trust me. I used... Um, is that what you're using? Uh, what did I... The, the, you're using Headspace. The, I don't know, no, no, not Headspace. I use this one, but some Harvard guy. It's called Waking Up. Ooh. Bougie. Yeah, it's called Waking Up by Sam Harris. Okay. <laughs> We're doing the whole plug. It's I think it's so cool. So he was doing it as a study for, for um at Harvard and they do guided meditations and they give you like little stories on mm. how to be less hard on yourself and um yes I enjoy like that. I've tried meditation like you. It was so hard. Like honestly speaking, I've never that's also a fun call. I've mm. never, I've never been able, not never, but like I've never done something so hard, because it's like how hard is it to quiet your mind? Really, like honestly speaking. Because we, I've been talking about, we just always distracting ourselves. Damn. That's literally what we're doing all the time. When yeah. you don't want to deal with what's actually happening, mm-hmm. you don't want to deal with your feelings or your emotions mm-hmm. or whatever's going on mm-hmm. internally. Mm-hmm. Distract yourself. Get high. Drink party look let's actually talk about those because i think those are so important there's an interview i watched with this guy and they asked him do you need substances to make your music Mm. right and let's go let's go on the assumption that anything can be an addiction sugar um toxic behavior blah 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 anything anything done in excess can be bad for you right so they ask him do you need it and he says yes but my goal is to figure out how to do it when i'm not which i which i think is like a generational thing that we're all going through all our music just speaks about numbing and yeah and there, there is some sort of peace i guess that you get from um i guess um how do i say this um quenching your thirst and then using that that power to work you know so i know a lot of people do use um i guess substances to help them in university people use substances to help them concentrate people use it's, it's well documented mm-hmm. you know but it, it, it's what a problem we have as a generation but because of like you say that the reason the, re, the big reason being we just put stuff off we keep pushing things away and again this conversation is not like a deviation because that affects the work yeah. you know that affects like how you actually make it to the job do you get the job do mm-hmm. you handle the job you know there's a lot of there's a lot to do with like and also for black kids we're the first generation really speaking about I don't want to call it mental health, but like those matters and addressing them and yeah. dealing with them. I don't know if you've had experience. Like, for example, um, at home, the closest I've ever been with my dad was like, even when I graduated, it wasn't even like a proper hug. Like, it was a weird hug, yeah. handshake thing. Yeah. And like, I'll tell why? you. Why? Why? I don't know. I because don't know. This, is, this is the same thing that's been happening with my dad recently. Mm-hmm. Like, this just been, it's been very stressful at home. But I like made a point to tell him that I have wanted to be close to you okay. for a long time. We live in the same house. I see you every single day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the the relationship of like just being able to come and talk to you, mm-hmm. it was never there. Like, you, you know, your dad would be sitting there sitting. You'd rather go to your room. 
Because also it's like eventually you go, what do you mean you're gonna talk about? Yeah. We've never actually. Yeah, like, but when you, you actually know. do sit down and you fight, because you, you need the courage yeah, yeah, to do that yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Why? Dog. And oh, when you man. finally do find the courage to go sit down and talk to this person, you're getting to know their personality. He's funny. He's fucking smart. He's cool. And you he's know, like just like you. He's just like you. Damn. But they come from a place. I, mm-hmm. I mean, no one is blameless. Mm-hmm. In causing the separation between African parents and their children. True, no one. But um, they come from a place where everything just always had to be practical. Mm-hmm. Like you were saying, for me, whenever I try to talk to him about my mental health or how I'm feeling mm-hmm. or how he's just like, D- just be realistic. This is what you have to do. This is how you get there. That's that's like that's the wall I always am like I get to. And Which that's, is that's, super hard. And I can't get to the next t- level. Yeah, super tough. Mm. It's super because, like, like you're saying, that's like a ceiling or like a barrier because now you you you're missing out the steps. Yeah. And they're telling you also to just ignore them, but like fundamentally, ticking those boxes is what gets you through. Like in a not a normal way, but with some sort of sanity. Because again, like we look at our our parents like these is people are though? going because they okay. they they they've survived okay. without literally just mising the feelings. Mm-hmm. And they've made it. They've made it. They're here. They've made it. Yes, shit is fucked up now, mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. they're not grand, but <laughs> they made it. <laughs> we're still standing. Look, okay. Look, then I said like this then. Okay, but then to be wholesome about wholesome it. Wholesome about yes, it. There you go. We definitely do need. We do, but I think also like they made it through, like you said. But we're the second generation of it, yeah. and I always say like my dad is just as smart as me, or is just as like open mm-hmm. to the world. But mm-hmm. I'm the next iteration of my dad, so yeah. I need to actually show like. What, what I can, can I see, better? what yeah. can I do better, you know? Um, better the vision. Right. Um, you know, even when you say, like, what can I do right? I always look at, like, my dad was the most most athletic guy ever. Mm. Um, when he was younger, then he had a bad accident. And I kind of put him out for a while. Um, and I always, and I forgot that my dad was really good as an athlete. And then, mm. you, then you start growing up and you get a bit taller and mm. you get a bit skinny. And you're like, mm. oh, wait, I'm a bit strong. I can run and blah, 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 yeah. right? So... I think that's also helped me and look at me segue. I think that's also helped me quite well. And I know you invest time in this is gym and talk to, and I just want to know, and I'll share my experience with like, for me, like gym has been a savior. It's yeah. literally like the reason I managed to get to work. Sometimes I feel like when I'm on jogging on the treadmill, I'm giving my body a little happiness shot yes. just for tomorrow, you know? So tell me about like your gym life and like your experience. So there. for me, like I, I'd struggled for a long time mm-hmm. um, after high school because high school I was very like I was on it. I was in the mm-hmm. basketball team. I was MVP every year. I was you know mm-hmm. the first girl to dunk. Yeah, I, was, I was I was I was inside. You know? <laughs> and then universities came along. Obviously everyone just mm-hmm. doesn't do sports yeah. or anything anymore. Mm-hmm. And then during that time to try and figure out how to control the changes of my body mm-hmm. and. For work as well, because modeling you need to be good looking. Different the whole Everything, time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it started there, and then I had a really difficult just time with it. Like I, I wasn't really going to gym. I would try and run here and there, but it was mm-hmm. it wasn't working. Mm-hmm. But when I got depressed, mm-hmm. that was when it really changed things for me. Okay. Because 
you know, all the, you'd feel however you feel, mm-hmm. you know, everyone's depression is different, but I feel sad, and I'm just like, dude, I don't want to wallow in this, mm-hmm. I don't want to take stuff, or take meds, mm-hmm. or take anything to try and numb and make it go away, mm-hmm. and then I'll just go get on the treadmill and run, and then, because it w- you're, it's, it's, it's a distraction, again, the whole time, yeah. but it helped, and it really, really helped, and then you feel good, obviously the endorphins are nice after, oh. You go, you take that gym shower, it's great, you know? And you walk outside and you feel good. You feel good. And also after a while, like, I, I was... I mean, You look good as well after a while. You do, you do look good after a while. And also, I'll say that to be true for me, like, I went through, like, a transformation. Maybe it's not visible now, but I was the chubbiest little boy, like... And gym for me was that. It's like, when I realized I could transform my body, I realized, oh, wait, so that's how it works. You mm-hmm. commit... You come every day. No one has to know. Even if you're doing it wrong or right. Even if you run for 10 minutes or 5 minutes and leave. leave. As long as you've committed to be like, I'm going to keep coming back. I'm going to keep trying. Eventually, it it figures itself out. And I also think that life's like that. Life's like very holistic. You won't ever... You won't ever be good at everything. You'll yeah. be average at everything. Mm-hmm. You you know, like, it, it, it balances out. So, gym is quite a nice... Um, it makes you accountable. Because you'll see because you're paying. Um, you also see because your health itself matters yeah. as you go forward. So, yeah, gym's been, like, so important to me in that sense. And also, like, I think everyone should have a place that's a sanctuary to them where they can go and think. Mm. And I don't know what that is for a lot of people. Gym is mine. Like, I literally can think at the gym, on the treadmill. As it's getting harder, thoughts are being solved. Because I'm like, yo, as hard as this is, let yeah. me solve the other thing. Yes, because you, you, you just you get a chance to ignore everything else mm-hmm. and just be in your mind. Teach, okay, tell us about, tell us. I've it's taken cool. over. This is, this is now this is, this is my... a collaborative podcast <laughs> where we ask each other questions and talk about feelings. Thank you. I just thought, you know, tell us about being confident. You need to teach, um, teach confidence through modeling. So, I'll... I'll, I'll, I'll let you go first and I'll go second. I'll tell you about confidence through presenting in boardrooms. Okay. So, like, for example, people want to take a photo. Like, if I go through your gram, for example, there's a photo that I go, oh, I like that photo. I'm sure there's somebody out there who'd love to take a photo that's just like that. Mm-hmm. But photos are about a lot of, it's actually a lot of confidence and also knowing yourself yes. quite well. Yeah. So, tell us about knowing yourself and then where the hell do you get the confidence? Because, like, <laughs> It's all putting yourself out, even yeah. when, and, and I guess now because in your act, you're in your acting bag. It's 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 also about like characters taking on roles and knowing who you are, 100%. but being able to fully play a role. Mm-hmm. Let's say in four squares. That's what I appreciate. So tell us. Okay. Yes. So <laughs> <laughs> it starts with really just being a creative, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and you can create the characters in your mind and choose to be them. So I'm a very shy person. Okay. Um, Talk we about can it. go we can go to my best friend and I will go to the club, go wherever. Mm-hmm. I'll literally just stand in the corner dancing with okay. her. Okay. I ain't really trying to talk to nobody. People will come up to me and then we'll talk. Mm-hmm. You know? But um, I've always just been I've struggled. Um, I've had social anxiety, all of those things. But then when the camera turns on and it's just me, mm-hmm. and they're like, this is who you need to be, mm-hmm. it becomes so much easier. Okay. I find it so easy to be other people mm-hmm. versus being myself. That's so cool. 
Um, so, <laughs> so, so like, um, I remember we were shooting like an Edgar's thing, mm-hmm. and I, I came in with like my twist. I wasn't mm-hmm. looking cute or anything. Then we put on the clothes. I put the heels on, put the tights on, put my long ponytail mm-hmm. on. Camera guy switches it on, and they're like, "Okay, this is the vibe we're going for." And I just knock the photos out. Just Damn. knock it, and you just. Just be in it. What, yeah, so actually, what so what's it? happening right there? Because obviously, like, like you said, be in it. Yeah. What I'm performing. also hearing, you're performing, right? And so, like, be in the moment yes. is also important, yes. right? And, and, like, forgetting about outside. Yeah. And don't yeah. worry about what, what, what the people are saying. Most of the time, they'll actually be cheering you on. They'll be like, damn, that's a nice, you look yeah, good. Yes, 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 yes yeah, yeah, yeah. And just take it. Mm-hmm. It feels weird to accept compliments. We all struggle with it. Yeah. It feels weird to be like hyped and hear people say good things about yeah. you you don't know how to take it yeah. but just just take it and keep going question quickly why is it important and i'll be watching your insta story sometimes and i'm thinking okay cool and then there'll be ones where you explicitly call it out and i think the reason i'm asking you this because i know you're giving other people confidence yeah. in themselves through you in that moment but why do you think it's important sometimes to be like guys today i'm bodying it you hear me? <laughs> Whoever's watching. Because I think, I think yeah. those are like... Because you don't body it every day, bro. <laughs> so when you do, it's important to say. Acknowledge it for yourself. Okay. You know? That's like self-love. Yeah. Okay. Like, it, it's, it, it, it really, really is true, this thing of you need to... You need to be your best and feel your best to actually give your, like, legit best. Wow. Okay. I believe you. You really have to. I and you have you. to... If dude, if you don't believe you can do it, you're not gonna do it. I believe you. You I can pretend you. to do it, but you won't really ever fully do it. And this is stuff that I learned in drama school where I'm mm-hmm, going now. Mm-hmm. I did do drama school yeah. in London. It's the first day we got there, we all had to like prep monologues. Okay. And then it was screen class. So we're gonna be acting now. Mm-hmm. We had we had like a voice class where they teach you how to breathe and teach you how to talk. Okay. And then we had a screen class and everyone prepped a monologue class of like twelve people. Okay. People you don't know, uh-huh. just met them, but uh-huh. you guys are gonna be working together for the rest of the year pretty okay. much. And I prepped my monologue, got up there and you're shaking because why? Why are you even shaking? Damn. You know, you Damn. just it's you you're nervous that you might forget the words, you're nervous because you don't know how these people are gonna react, you don't know who they are, yeah. you're gonna be on camera, you're worried about how you look, you know? But once you know your lines, mm-hmm. you know you've yeah. prepped, you've worked, you you know, and then once you get started and you get into it and you start seeing people's reactions, mm-hmm. then you're like, Oh, she actually believes I'm this person. Okay, let me keep going, let mm-hmm. me keep going. Mm-hmm. And you just keep keep believing it yeah and keep performing the way that you worked on it and it happens you know how important what you just said is to people like it like you know i've always said i'm going to do a documentary Mm. about what people say just before they're about to make out because for me (laughs) i like the pieces and the rules the things Mm. so for example like this people go i want to be an actress but they like you named school yeah you named confidence you name lines you name rehearsals you name knowing knowing what's about to happen because it all it, it all adds up do you see what i mean yeah so Cause it's, it's not just the moment there's so many things behind it that prepare you for that thing right and everyone just sees you come out and you're shiny no bro and we're <laughs> gonna talk about cool things you've done because i think that's another important thing i have the kind of question maybe because i think it's interesting you know for me confidence has always been i guess i talk about it in my job mm. 
I sucked at um, public speaking at school, which was it's just hilarious now because like that's all you do I now. Do. So like, what Literally were they telling convince me? people to give him money the whole time, <laughs> right? Okay, and then you know, presenting for me was such a freedom. When I found out, when I got to the first agency I worked at, I found out that like there's a stage inside of a boardroom. You know how people perform mm-hmm. on big stages, yes. like all the cool stuff you've ever seen. There's been a boardroom. And there have been some people that have fought for the idea, created the idea, and then presented and you'll never know them, mm. you know, but we know them, you know, we've heard about them, we've yeah. walked in the same boardrooms as them. So that was always enticing to me. I was like, dude, I'm good at this sport called advertising. And like, now there's a whole lineage of other people who've come before me who've made a life out of this, but also enjoyed the sport, mm. you know. So for me, as soon as the presentation starts, when my light switches on, um, I think the only thing I can tell people about confidence is confidence is in preparation. Like I know it, I know it all back to front. Yeah. I know it all. Like exactly. You couldn't actually. I even know it's a point where you forget it. You know it so well you can actually forget it. It's like what does that slide say again? Yes, yes. But like immediately, as as quickly as I think about it, I'll go right back. It makes into it that so world. much easier. It makes it so much. It's for you when you know your lines. You know it for you. For you, you know so. It's always been that that stage of like presenting to me has always been like special. It's also like like I said, what a dream come true to realize all the coolest ideas you've ever thought about came from a room where like maybe eight people made the decision. That's exactly. also like, you know, I always had this need to make creative for a, a community, right? But sometimes, so as you, so there's a point where you're critical mass and everyone's liking and everyone's commenting and everyone's doing this and that, right? And there's a point where you're upskilling as opposed mm. to getting more popular. Your skills getting better. Mm. And you move in the world that way, you know. If I was a person that was a good singer and one day I became a good writer of songs, that's growth, you know. I understand the genre. Yeah. Maybe, I, maybe I'm not the current thing, mm. you know. So for me, it was also always about that, like finding myself inside of this thing, being able to go I can be current but I can also have a future in something else yeah you know um, and then and I, that that's you like teaching yourself things honestly you and know? bettering yourself Try, trying to the whole time yeah. you know that's another like good rule and like the last part for me I guess why I like presenting is advertising is the place where I could reveal myself you know as I'm speaking to you now I got black nail polish on <laughs> and you know I was you don't look like this in the office th- like this is how I look all the time now and this is how I present no matter whether it's like a big bank or it's it's MTV, for example, this is how I go. And I think there's something to do with looking like yourself, knowing yourself, mm-hmm. recognizing yourself. Because the moment like I have my favorite fit on, it doesn't matter where we're presenting. Because like, you feel good. I feel good. And I came with the answers. Cause yeah. So you, when I walk in, maybe you look down on, not even look down, difference is always scrutinized. So don't also always think it's bad. People are just, mm. are just surprised. They yeah, don't they see don't that. understand it. They don't understand. So that moment I'm in my favorite fit and then I get to like express myself in the craft that I've chosen for mm. myself, that is like the perfect combination. And that for me is like, that's the confidence I could teach somebody through like presenting. Like it's literally about you get a stage. There are so many stages on mm. this planet. I think these days we're all fighting for the same one. There's so many stages. Yeah. And like I found mine and on that stage, you know, there are great performances. Mm-hmm. There are nights where the mic's not working, you know, whatever. But like I can't tell you the happiness I feel, I guess, just from doing that. And, you know, I wanted to ask you even like what do you, what would you say is like 
from the thing you encounter, what is the coolest thing you've done so far? I'll name some of the things I think that you've done that are like sick. The coolest thing I've done so far for myself. Tell me. You can't even talk about it. Come on. <laughs> I can't even tell you what the cool thing I've done is, but understand. Um, honestly, the coolest thing I've done, I think, like, the things for me that, like, are super sentimental and I really, really love. Honestly, my favorite thing that I've done probably mm. is the Black Coffee music video. Shot, like, Wish, wish you were here. Epically. Yeah. Shots on sure. like eight millimeter sure. film video camera. Stunning actor, co-actor I was working with, and it just looks beautiful. Shots in Drakensburg, in South Africa, Damn. and it was like a really quick, quick job to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, who is it? Alison Swain. Yeah, yeah, she's, no, she's so the producer, but Adrian, did Adrian, she was Adrian, right. Adrian, Adrian Lowe shot it. Sick. I think that's my favorite thing because I had literally been. Go wishing okay. to that song for like two weeks before. Then this lady, she posted on Instagram. She was mm-hmm. like, "Hey guys, I'm looking for actors in Joburg," mm-hmm. and I was like, "I'm an actor." Mm-hmm. That's so sick. Literally, and then she's like, "Oh yeah, actually yes. Um, we need a girl and we need a guy. Do you know any guy actors?" Mm-hmm. I suggested a few. She didn't like them. Mm-hmm. Then they got their own dude, mm-hmm. um, which is Hungani. And then the next three days we went for footing. Then mm-hmm. we went and shot it. Damn. Just like that, finished and it's. Stunning, like not it didn't even pay much. Yeah, but it's that thing is beautiful. Did like that it, is like like my pride and joy. Well, no, no, that's sick. No, no, no. One of my pride and joys. No, but also like I guess in your world again, remind people that's your CV. You know, yes. much as it was by chance. Yeah. You, should, you know, we could always have a long conversation about chance and like waiting on a chance mm. and you know like op- how opportunity works. You know, like you just put yourself up. Maybe people thought like. You were a dead winner. No. When they saw the final thing, maybe they felt like, oh, of course it was yeah. her. But like, they don't know that like, you're like, oh yeah, choose me, choose me. Yeah. Um, that's cool. I think for me, the coolest job I've ever done was, we did a thing years ago for Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I'd met this lady that used to work, she was like the brand manager or in the marketing team at MWeb. And they did this cool house where you could go to a house with like Wi-Fi. There was a chef in the house, mm-hmm. you book. Everyone got a different day in the week, like so. We got Friday, and then you have like a dinner party. Remember my dinner party? It was me and I think Lulama was at our dinner, but it was like anyway. That lady, that lady, um, um, left MWeb and then started working at Google. Remembered us just from the night that we met at that yeah. MWeb house, and on some I'll call it on some influencer type evening mm. outing mm. situation. So cool. She meets us and she's like, yo, I have this opportunity with Instagram Global. She just calls me for one day. Just like random, like not, not even... She even know your number. Dog, I was like, dog, thank God you have my number. <laughs> like, forget how. I was like, thank God. I was like, I don't know how I gave you my number. But anyway, mm-hmm. she calls me. We get this job and I actually did it with um, my business partner now, Tepo and Anthony. We did it, the three of us. Actually, the four of us. Um, mm-hmm. one, one other guy, Nikki. Um, and that was like the first time I felt like, whoa, we're world class at something. You know, like, people who are going to see this represent the brand, you know, at large. So, regardless of what anyone thinks or whether they think we're dope, like, here's a glimpse from life to show you that, like, yo, you're connecting. The thing you believe in is connecting, you know. So, just keep going. And we did this exhibition and the... That, that like deputy to Mark Zuckerberg was there. It was so cool. Like, bruh. bruh, like a whole, we made this cube 
and like we'll share links in the bio yeah. <laughs> of the cube we made this cube and i was just like if i can do this in my own capacity because of how i put myself out on mm. my socials imagine like the sky's the limit you know like for me that was the most liberating and like you say if i think about the be- the, uh, the many things i could have done or have done what a thing to do like mm. in this lifetime mm coolest and even just getting dapped by people who you respect is important you know like you said adrian shot that video and it's like that's important he cares about craft you know so he made sure that That it looked beautiful that that it came out that when you're shooting it it's do you know what i mean like super dope so there's there's nothing you can take away from that and Mm. and if for me like i always live like tomorrow it's done so how much have you done and not in a bad way because mm. you only have 24 hours sometimes yeah try and make it productive yeah. try and make it a little bit a little bit productive because i mean we all also like as much as maybe you chill or whatever and have mm. your down days it like it sucks feeling like you wasted your time oh. your day. it really really does it really does especially now because at like the age we were at it just feels like this is the prime of your life you need mm-hmm. to take mm-hmm. advantage mm-hmm. of it you know mm-hmm. But before we continue, I think there's yes. something very important. This is something that you, like, I see you kind of do a lot, actually. Okay. It's just not tell people your name. Okay. Like, what are people supposed to call you? Okay. So please introduce yourself. I shall. Properly. Thank so you. So my name is Chisanga Mubanga. I'm Zambian. Mm-hmm. Um, I, even, I leaned in close for that one. Um, I think there's a saying... Um, if you're not judged by name, you're judged by category. So I've always felt like the reason I'm here is why you should know me. Yeah. So name doesn't matter, but also, um, I guess, playing around with names, it's always now that thing of like, which name, <laughs> which name am I going to mm, use mm. today? Because maybe you only know that one. Yeah. And like, I and people, most people only know your Instagram handle. That's also true, you know. So At cool, cool, Hey, that's a plug. <laughs> Um, at cool cool that's a, two cools um, <laughs> um, I think I, look I've always truth be told you started the conversation by saying you're very shy and I am too so I figured out how to express myself mm. and then remove myself and continue to be like who I am because yeah. I, I am I won't lie like I'm probably the most um, and I'll use, an, I'll use Instagram as an example like I'll post the story and then delete it you know what I mean like I'm the type to do that like or post a tweet and then not have the guts and like quickly mm. delete it or whatever so I, I i think i'm also just trying to protect the real me whatever that means because mm. i think that belongs to certain people in my life yeah yeah so yeah. there's a version of me reserved for. do you know what i mean there's a version of me truth be told that like i'm very good at presenting and presenting myself so you i'll never be rude mm. i'll never be i'll be engaging i'll ask about you but if you ask me what i care about and who I'm happy to be vulnerable around. That's maybe why. Mm. We're, we're, look, we're not famous people by no stretch of the imagination. But it's also nice to... Social media has made everyone feel exposed. Mm. Everyone feel like they have something to hide, I hope, or something to hold on to. Um, and that's just why I think I'll always lead with sitting in the back. Much as it's, it may feel like I'm going to be, you know, like, um, forward... You won't ever experience that with me. I think I die. I think with me, what I've learned is with people I, I can trust, vulnerability is always been the best. So 
like when you asked me to say my name, I'm in a vulnerable space where mm. I trust. So everything's fine, you know. Um, but yeah, I'm never, I'd never be too forward. I'm very, very, very shy. Actually. Very shy. Very Super very shy. shy. I'm just comfortable where I am. Yeah. And then where I'm not, you'd see me like just looking around. Mm. And, mm. and you, do you have, do you have that? Like, do you feel like, um, do you feel like you have to balance the persona thing? Do people come up to you? Because you know, people get to feel like they know you sometimes, yes. and like. Um, I don't know. How yeah. does it feel? So people do. People do come up to me a lot, and people just come and hug you, and you Buck. know, people just call your name oh, <laughs> in the streets, crazy. especially with Instagram. Yeah, yeah. People definitely do just come into your space mm-hmm. and expect to, to mm-hmm. be allowed there because, mm-hmm. you know, even like with the type of DMs I get sometimes, mm-hmm. and everyone's just always asking me stuff like. I don't necessarily want to share everything, you know? Mm-hmm. And for example, now my, my best friend was saying to me, because I, I went to London and I was studying, and mm-hmm. I'm still am studying, but she was like, dude, you haven't posted anything about mm-hmm. this. Like, are you trying to hide that you're there? Like, what do you... But the one time I posted um, when I was looking for agencies, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my gosh, guys, all these agencies are saying no to mm-hmm. me. And then I got like, I got one, everyone was like, just hold on, you got it, you got it. And I got one message back from another model saying, oh my word, it's so hard to find agencies in London. You'll never find them. They always want like you to have a visa or to Mm -hmm. be from there or Mm -hmm. whatever. And the effect Mm -hmm. that that one message had on me, Mm -hmm. it it like completely destroyed my morale. Crazy. Completely. Despite everyone else being so supportive, mm-hmm. that one message destroyed my mind. I was like, this girl's a model. She's been here. She knows, wow, I'm never going to get an agency. I might as well quit you. You know? Mm-hmm. And that's why I don't want to share things that are very important to me or too personal mm-hmm. because I'm sensitive. Mm-hmm. And I'll only share it maybe when it's done. Okay. Or I'll share it in like bits and pieces mm-hmm. where no one can really know. I'll, I'll put it in my close friends. You know? Like, it's like... You just, I, I don't know, you can't, you can't just... I, I, look, I think also what you're talking about is important. Like, the same way you have on your phone data or data. Yeah. Um, everyone, your your day has a bandwidth. Like, your 24 hours has a bandwidth. So, like, mm. I purposely don't look at certain people's stuff because there's nothing dope. I know there's nothing like... For example, if I fo- follow Boo Johnson... I follow him because I know every time I open there's something encouraging. Maybe yes. he's in the gym. Do you know what I mean? Maybe he's in the gym, maybe he's whatever. But I know I need that in my bandwidth for the day. I don't need to know about maybe where, where people were last night, where I wasn't. Because mm. that does create like an anxiety bit, yeah. in you. Um, so I have like this thing where in a day, what is the bandwidth of like everything? Like bandwidth of jokes I can take, bandwidth of these types of people I can take, these types of stories. But like, my routine is also online. It, it's not just in the real world. Like, I try to be healthy in what I... Like, I'd rather search for the news, like, go to a news website, than um, go to Twitter to find out the news. Because that's... That already, news is a narrative. Mm. Imagine on Twitter where it's, mm. like, jokes and yeah. this and that. Yeah. So, I'm always trying in the day to, like, give my real energy and time to things that are healthy. Like, even online. Like, there are people because who are unhealthy. Because you can decide. Yeah, you can decide. You can you mute can people. Exactly. They'll never know. They'll never know. Like, they really will never. They will know. never know. You even see them, and like, did you see my story? And they're like, no, no, no. Which one was that? Which is great. So, your bandwidth is so important for creative people, or people who are like creatives. Like, you have to know 
in a day you're it's like a it's like a diet mm. you know like what are the veggies that are online like sometimes i'll be listening to podcasts or whatever like you need vegetables yeah. and then there's meat and then there's like sweets online you know yeah. but you balance out because i think a lot of people feel like anxiety comes from nowhere it's what we tell ourselves yeah it's literally what we tell ourselves and if you allow yourself to be overstimulated by all of these things and taking not choosing what to right. take in what not to take in i want to do something interesting just because we're we're getting and i want to um i want to ask you i want to go to your please go to your notes and i want you to read <laughs> like so what i do sometimes is, uh, when i'm listening to stuff i'll write a note and the oh notes, no yeah, yeah, yeah the notes, i'm gonna make you read the notes i think it's that super this personal. guy's so hilarious yeah. <laughs> i think that's super personal okay so i was listening to this podcast mm-hmm. And the lady's name's Cleo Wade, and she's a like therapist. Mm-hmm. And I wrote all these notes just for proof. Cleo Wade part, the things we tell ourselves, okay. right? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm, this is just my example. We can you can literally read anything, or even give like a quote that you feels like um, an important quote for you. But like these are just the notes I took from this thing, and I think they'll be interesting. Even the order they're in, your life is in a constant state of design. And then, I don't know what she was saying later, but she spoke about, I can name the complex thing that I'm going through, like being able to name what's happening to you. Sometimes people, you don't know what's happening, so you don't know where to fix. Doctors also need to know yes. what hurts. Yeah. So that's a good example. Once you name it, you can conquer it. This is the next part of what she was saying. Um, it's easier to be brave for other people than for yourself sometimes. Yes. So sometimes also use people's access confidence. Um, and then this is, I think, the, the best part for me. If she said, I'm, I'm old to me, as in, like, to myself, I'm, I'm very bored. Yeah. So I'm constantly trying to refresh and renew the persona because I've known myself for so long that, like, even if you think you know me, I'm still getting to know me, yeah. you know? So that, that version you know is already past me. So, like, again, it's not just words we're saying. Like, these are in my notes. Like, mm. this is in my life. It's in my, like, the things I do. You know, like, and also, there's nothing wrong with, like, listening to people. I've learned, I've avoided so many mistakes because I saw people make them, you know, and I was That's just true. like, dog, I'm not going to do a but, rest, even, mm, for example. The, the, that, though, like, a lot of the time, like, you know how your parents would be like, this is what I went through, and just mm-hmm. telling you so you don't go through it. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about learning, like... You know how kids are always like, I just want to experience mm-hmm. it for myself. Mm-hmm. Yo, I'll tell you like this. I don't know why I heard this. But somebody said, you have to disappoint your parents slowly, slowly. And that's <laughs> like, that's the most key I think thing. you responded to I was, I mastered yes, it. I was it like, was on my Insta story. My friend Abby <laughs> said that. So her, her like a, a friend of hers was graduating. He was mm-hmm. like doing, I don't know if he was getting his master's or yeah. whatever. But every single graduation he's had, he always wore a navy blue suit okay. and like a turtleneck okay. or something, you know? Okay. And then she's like, dude, every single graduation, this is what you wear. Mm-hmm. She's like, come on, just get a piercing or something. Like, <laughs> and then he's like, no, my parents wouldn't have. He's like, dude, you have to disappoint your parents. Slowly, slowly. But, but you can't just push them fully into it. So you need to do little things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is, I guess, true. <laughs> so true. So my 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 quick answer to you is that like, I've been disappointing my parents slowly, slowly, and have found myself in a position of knowing myself just a bit better because, like you said, there is a lot of pressure sometimes, and 
this is your attempt. You must always remember that. They, they're trying to, your parents in wholeheartedly are trying to facilitate your attempt at life, mm. not live your life, mm. you know, for you. Yeah. And they, obviously it gets, there's a communication barrier because of age, generations, whatever, but truth be told, that's what I think it is, you know, like, you just want me to do it and you're trying to help me do it, so I have to disappoint you because you don't know what I want. You think yeah. you know what I want. Yeah. And even when you do know what I want, you just don't want that for me. Right. Have you, have you, have you, I remember when I, when I dropped out or said I was going to be a lawyer or whatever, my parents were like devastated, but we're good now. That's mm-hmm. also, I think, important for people. Because they to can't know. throw you away, bro. That's the thing. There's nothing they, they can do. What are they going to say? I'm, you're no longer my son. Do you know what I mean? You they literally it. can't throw you away. So it's always been, it's always been a relief maybe. And people should know that your parents are likely going to still love you. Yeah. Just don't make it too dramatic. Mm. <laughs> don't like leave. Don't like leave the house and be like, I'm done with the people yeah. here. No, honestly, I've been a very well behaved. I was always afraid of getting in trouble. Okay. I just, I like, I've just since a kid, bro. I just didn't like trouble. Mm-hmm. Always. I don't care. My friends want a while. Just go wild by yourself, guys. Okay. I'm gonna go home. Okay. Well, the, that friend that everyone's just like, you're so boring, dude. <laughs> Do you know, at the end of this, so we've gone 40 minutes, which is great. And at the end of this, I'm going to send, we're going to download the audio. Okay. I want to put audio of this poem that reminds people to live life. Okay. And like, I think that's such a cool, like it'll be read in the guy's voice. Mm-hmm. So you're hearing us now talking about it. We're setting it up. Um, Are you going to read it? I'll read it and we'll, like I'll, I'll, set, I'll do the recording and send it to you. Okay. But like my favorite poem and it's about kindness and it just Why don't like, you read it to us now? Right now? Yeah. Let me read it right now because I actually have it. Let me find it. Let me find it quick. Yeah, actually, that's cool. Dude, Could, also, in my notes, uh-huh. back to the notes. Yes. Like, it's <laughs> <just> like shopping <laughs> lists. <laughs> budgets. I was going to read something from my notes. She wanted to read me the budget. Next month's budget. <laughs> Let me see. I have, like, I have like a, like, you know, like songs where I was trying to learn the lyrics. Okay, that's also done. <laughs> what song, okay, give us an example. What song were you trying to learn the lyric of? What is this? Oh, do you know what song it is? It's called Steel, <laughs> Steel. by Marabou State. Okay. Yeah. Steel by Marabou State. Um, I wish I could play songs on my podcast. What, um, what lyric do you have there that so you like? So it says, you were running blind, following your feet to try and outrun your fate. Or, standing in a field of flowers, cerebral voices the loudest, all hollering your name. Is it paradise only if it blows your mind and then blows away? Call me a sinner man. Come on! That's a note, son. <laughs> <laughs> That's super dope. You see, that's what I mean. How powerful. Mm. And also, like, we look at, you look at it like, oh, that's just a note from a lyric. Those are mantras. That's what we, when you sing the song, you say, you, you, you stay telling it yeah. to yourself the whole time. Yeah. So, it's, it's, that's why it's important to see what's in notes. And also, you're very organized. She has budgets notes. <laughs> I have one budget thing that I always update. I said shopping list. That's <laughs> the I have one that I always update. So, favorite poem. It's called Kindness. I think this is, like, one of the best ways to even in something you know like the quote from the song um so it's, it's by this lady called naomi she had nye it's from 1952 i just always read this poem because it's like for me everything's tough and everyone's going through it and even in even in this space um i've always just remembered to be kind you know that's what matters like 
whether you're the one that's up today and down tomorrow, it's your kindness from yesterday that mm. gets you through. You know, so I'll read it quickly and then goodbye, good people. Um, so yeah, before you know what kindness really is, you must lose things. Feel the future dissolve in a moment like salt in the weekend broth. What you held in your hand, what you counted and carefully saved, all this must go so you know how desolate the landscape can be between the regions of kindness. How you ride and ride, thinking the bus will never stop. The passengers eating maize and chicken will stay out the window forever. Before you learn the tender gravity of kindness, you must travel where the Indian in a white poncho lies dead by the side of the road. You must see how this could be you, how he too was someone who journeyed through the night with plans and the simple breath that kept him alive. Before you know kindness as the deepest thing inside, you must know sorrow as the other deepest thing. You must wake up with sorrow. You must speak till, speak to it till your voice catches the thread of all sorrows and you see the size of the cloth. Then it is only kindness that makes you sense anymore, only kindness that ties your shoes and sends you into the day to gaze at bread, only kindness that raises its head from the crowd of the world to say it is, it is I you have been looking for and then goes with you everywhere like a shadow or a friend. So I read that horribly, <laughs> but oh kindness, way. kindness I, is so important. I'm 100% sure I screenshotted that. Did you post yeah, it on I your I posted Instagram? it one time, yeah. yeah. Kindness. So it's, that's so important. That's like, if you, if you learn anything from both of us. Because this has been a little bit over the place. Right? But no, but also really it. cool. I think you'll mm. see even how, because I guess we're going to go look at it again, but even how it played out, like I think the conversations led into each other. I think we covered a lot on feelings because remember it is about talking about feelings not about mm. what we do mm-hmm. but we spoke about what we do again which uh, is important to mm-hmm. understand mm-hmm. context you know context but um it's been a pleasure co-hosting thank you thank you for co-hosting with me now you have to give me your top five yes creatives that you've been concerned it can so, be anything anything and any from anywhere in the anywhere world anywhere in the world um even fellow Fellow brothers, brothers. Um, right now, I would say one of my favorites is this guy called Axel Morin. He's a photographer. Mm-hmm. Quite an interesting um, aesthetic he has going with like photos. I really just like his style, and I think the world's growing to like his style too. Um, there's a photographer called Victor Vautier. I'll give mm-hmm. you all these spellings. Okay. He's the guy who shoots for Bianca Chandon. So if you know Bianca Chandon, you know, the lover tees, like he, the aesthetic of that brand has been him from the beginning. So I love like all he does. Um, I'd say music. What have you been listening music to? at the moment? Okay, cool. Um, maybe it sounds super cliche, but I'm listening to a lot of Krangbin and I love that first album. It's called The Universe Smiles Upon You. Krangbin? Krangbin, I'll show you. I don't remember. These guys, the ones that made... Friday morning, these guys. Yes. I don't know them. So they, this album of theirs is called The U- The Universe Smiles Upon You. Mm-hmm. And like, there's no lyrics. And it's just them playing. So the, the, the two used to be in the church band and one used to be like a session singer. Yeah. And like, they've come together and like those churchy, earthy, like it's really good. So sometimes, you know, after gym, I try to play songs that don't have lyrics and I add the lyric or add my life yeah. feeling or whatever. Yeah. But love this. Zionsville is a crazy song. Like they're so good. I will I will send you all these links. I really love Zionsville. Um 
maybe let's talk about um, also another thing that I'm doing that's maybe like in the, the creative space that I really like is um, and now I'm scrolling to my <laughs> now I'm scrolling to my saved I have this real picture of starting a magazine and I, maybe I should say it here just so that digital, I can force digital myself digital magazine or digital magazine and right. and I want to show you the board so it's not a lie so this is all my notes uh, I mean my archives on Instagram I put them by colour mm. And then there's one, I've always wanted to have a, a magazine called Happy Wife, Happy Life. Why? Because I've always been obsessed with like happy women. <laughs> Not even like that, but like when I watch, when I like look at different and I have different references that I'm scrolling through in this folder, like there's mm. something to do with, you know, just a vision of seeing someone happy or just seeing somebody like even this, that's maybe a good example. Mm. I've always had this vision of like, women are happy in different categories different forms different facets right so for me i've always had an appreciation of that whether it's in movies mm. in fashion in um memes <laughs> art whatever so i'm trying to find a way to recreate that feeling like maybe it's in the art direction of photos of famous women i like or it's a feeling i've gotten but that's something that i'm obsessed with at the moment just cataloging moments like from this movie where he tries to give her a gift Mm. You know, or well, he gives her the gift, but as she tries to reach for it, you know, he snaps it closed. <laughs> you know, like that to me yes. is happy wife, happy life. Yes. And like, what, how do I make a publication that does that? How do I make a thing that makes people feel the way I feel here? So I'm trying to solve it just with a note. Mm. So I'm constantly saving what feels like, oh, that's what I want, or more of this, or. Things Are they that give you that feeling? Just things that give me that feeling. So I'm also invested in feelings. So maybe actually here's a good account for feelings. <laughs> There's an account I follow called um, Yayo Archive. You also follow like a lot of just random. So okay, that's a good one. Now we parting. Are you hearing this? It's the part now, and we're saying bye. Um, that's an important thing. If I can give anyone advice in this world. Please follow everyone. Like, that's the thing. Following people is like, you can learn something so easily online just by looking, mm. you know, especially if you're, you're apt to learning things. So I've tried to follow everyone because I'm so convinced that my point of view is very small. So I, I have to follow every angle yeah. so that I know how people are treating being inclusive, treating politics, treating whatever. So I do follow a lot of people, but if you go and look... I'm following inside of communities of mm. people because I want to get a sense of a community. There's this guy I once met and his job is for alcohol brands to travel to other countries, party, go and give a report on like, oh, this is how they party, this is how the we should go. Mm. Do you get what I mean? So in one way or another, I'm doing that. Like I have the party culture people, I have the people in the art world. And yeah. it's, it's, you know, online it's about the circle. So, and that was an email. Online it's about the circle. So I've tried to, yeah, I do follow like, but the most important accounts to follow online are all the archive accounts, like Differ TV, Dog Life, Nighty Drunk, like all the stuff where they post like old like movies like mm -hmm. Leo and them when mm -hmm. they were young and shit. Because dog, we're that young now and like, how the hell do we look like that? <laughs> you know what I mean? So those accounts are all sick and I'm going to put like a whole list of those because okay. those are the most, inspiration is the most important thing ever. And you? And it's, it's research. That's what I'm it's saying. Research. It's, it's just 
I write strategies yes, for a living. We, we, I have we, to know. People. We also did speak about overstimulation. Yes, but obviously, just the things that you like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's kind of it because mm-hmm. you can't. There's no guide that you can really give to it. But I hear it, even this photo, we very, did. very you. Yeah, we got it from we got it from Design and Daba, and it looks. It wasn't supposed to be this crumpled up, but like now that yeah. it is, because of the way we traveled with it, <laughs> now it actually like it makes sense. And this it feels is this is a photograph of a looks like it was an office chair, right? One yeah, of those office chair. Yeah. And it's broken. These guys it's overworked. Been torn. Yeah, they overworked it. It's, it's finished. <laughs> Dog. And those guys it. must be millionaires. That it's that I'll take a photo. Yeah, of those guys must be millionaires because. That's overworking. Yeah. For real. That you put in work. You feel for me? For years. You feel me? For years, bro. So, um, that's us. We're out. It's been a pleasure. I took over the show, by yes. the way. But I think what an episode, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Let's really talk about it. It was a very beautiful episode. And I, I appreciate it. The reason also that I, I think you had to take over was because you probably felt my energy was kind of... Yeah, not yeah, so come great on. in the beginning come guys on. i've been going through a lot a lot anyways appreciate you thank you so much for tuning in and we'll catch you in the next episode be kind bye, bye.